0: Teach me, Lord, to praise you, Lord. Teach me, Lord, to praise you,
1: Praise you, Lord, is a Catholic Christian praise and worship radio ministry. Hi, my name is Jeffrey Zagaria. Please join us as we give praise, honor, and glory to our loving, awesome, and merciful God. Well, oh, He is loving and He is merciful. And I'd like to welcome you to another edition of Praise You, Lord. This is number 125, and we are recording this uh, broadcast for the weekends on, uh, on the radio broadcast of the 9th and 10th, Saturday and Sunday, and for the podcast listeners, you can listen to us anytime, as you know. And would like to just welcome all of the uh, listeners on all 20 of the radio stations, Catholic Radio Network. That's uh, Colorado and Kansas and uh, what else? Missouri. Yeah, Missouri. And then, of course, down here in South Florida and the treasure coast so welcome 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 to the podcast listeners to all those who are listening thank you so much and thank you for your prayers we are really happy to have jackson messick uh back in the studio he has, has been very busy with a lot going on jackson so so grateful to have you back yeah thank you jeff so good to be with you guys Yeah, uh, really uh really missed having you yeah in and uh, it's really good to be back. Well, Jackson and I, and, and Michael's in the studio as well. He's been very steady. Michael, thanks for, for coming back. He is our all-star DJ in training. And <laughs> he is our intern, but he's really more than an intern. He's, he's really Definitely. helpful because he's not only helpful um, because he's a good guy and he's, he, he works hard, but he, he's a believer. And uh, he's telling us his story today about um, his college and they have a pro-life um, group and how he's volunteering for that and some of the trials and so on that, that, mm-hmm. they've, that they go through. So let's pray for that pro-life group at uh, his, his school mm-hmm. um, here in the Palm Beaches. Please pray for that. And again, uh, we don't ask for money, but we do ask for your prayer. So please pray for us, and thank you so much for those who have been doing so. We appreciate it so, so much. Thank you, thank you. Thank you. We are the underground independent Catholic Christian radio broadcast brought to you once a week by the grace of God in your prayer, and uh, and we are just super grateful to be here today, and as we prayed about it, we we came to the conclusion that we believe that we're being called to, um, to another, what did Jesus say? So this would be, what did Jesus say, part three. And so we decided, don't open that Bible yet. No, nope, 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 nope. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm going to fire from that job uh Michael if you don't do this right. We decided to do Bible roulette live on the air. Yeah. Like and so we have I mean we really have no idea what's going to open. Before we had no idea. <laughs> but we had a minute to look at it before. That's true. We spoke about it or maybe two yeah, because we do it we do it in between songs. Yep. The first one uh the first like scripture we might do just before the broadcast. Yep so here we go so we're we're doing bible roulette and uh which we which we refer to when you open when a person uh opens the bible up randomly and believing that god and the holy spirit can lead us into a scripture and into a discussion and into some contemplation that the spirit of god would like us to to um to find so uh we pray always at the beginning of our Well, before we even begin, we we pray for the Holy Spirit to guide us. We we ask God to help us, um, to to inspire us in uh, in every broadcast we do. So, anyways, okay, so here we go. First Bible roulette scripture. Michael, open that Bible up into a gospel. The first question I asked Michael before giving him the Bible today is, do you know what the gospels are and where they are in the Bible? (laughs) And that that was an important question. Did you open up to a gospel? (laughs) All right, hand it over. Hand it over. All right, thank you, sir. All right, here we are. Oh, yes. Yes, confirmation. Mark. All right, we're in the book of Mark. And uh let's see. Mark, chapter 1, verse 9. Okay. In Jackson's like looking over my shoulder. He's like, "What is that? What is that? <laughs> he's trying to get a sneak peek before yeah. I read it." Actually, why don't you read it, Jackson? Yeah, yeah. Why don't you read it? Sure. Let's uh, uh read. Let me see here. Yeah. Let me see what I feel led to see. Um Yeah, let's read just uh verse 9 through um 9 through 13, okay? Sure. 9 through 13. Thank you. Thank you. So again, this is Mark
2: chapter 1 and the spirit immediately drove out into the wilderness he was in the wilderness 40 days tempted by Satan and he was with the wild beasts and the angels waited on him
1: that's an intense uh, scripture it is I mean this is a very intense uh, scripture right here
2: Hmm.
1: and it's only um, you know just a few words here yeah but there's a lot going on um and uh, I have the word immediately circled in my Bible. Mm-hmm. Now, now, if you saw my Bible, as a matter of fact, Michael, take a picture of this thing. We'll put it up on social media so people can see it. I, I write, now, by the way, I've, I have many Bibles. No, just, can you just take a picture of it? Yeah. And uh, I have many Bibles and I've, I I just mark my Bibles up all over the place. I write in them. I, I highlight them I circle things and this particular one because I study but I study the Bible I don't just read the Bible I believe um, this helps me this helps mm-hmm. me when I read it again so now this this is one of my Bibles and and um, I look and I, I circled the word immediately see and it says and the spirit immediately drove him out into the wilderness mm-hmm. right so so it's, that's in verse 12. But if we back up, uh, in those days, Jesus came from Nazareth of Galilee and was was baptized by John in the Jordan. And just as he was coming out of the water, he saw the heavens torn apart. That must have been quite a sight. Mm. And the Spirit descending like a dove on him. And we were speaking about the Holy Spirit earlier. Uh, at the beginning of the broadcast, we've been asking the Holy Spirit to guide us. Now, isn't it interesting that this is just before, those who don't know this, this is just before Jesus' public ministry.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Or this is like part of the beginning of Jesus' public ministry. The very mm-hmm. first public miracle we know is the wedding at Cana. And that is where Mary has one of my favorite Actually, my favorite quote in the Bible. Jackson was speaking about it and Mm -hmm. saying, maybe, uh, maybe we should do a program on it. Is is um, do quote do whatever he tells you, do whatever he tells you. That's the one quote that Mary has in the Bible. It's my favorite, my favorite citing in the scripture. Do whatever he tells you, and that's what he uh, she recommends to the steward who is in charge of the. Uh, the wine at the wedding of Cana—they run out of wine. For those who are remembering, and uh, for those who haven't read it, you can read that in the scripture. It's called the wedding at Cana. It's in the Gospels, and and Jesus and his mother are at are invited guests at a at a at a um at a wedding, and they run out of wine. And Jesus's first public miracle is when he turns water into wine to kind of save the. Save the day. I ask people. Um, sometimes I ask people, uh, you know, why did I'm going to ask Jackson? I, I, I've been listening back on the on the podcast, and I think it's fun when I ask Jackson questions. Yeah. Like it was, a, I think the last time we did, what did Jesus say? I, I like, like Jackson, have you ever looked, have you ever looked at a plant? <laughs> Do you remember me yes. asking you that? Yes. yes. I was waiting for your <laughs> trick questions. <laughs> You're like yes. Y- y- yes. <laughs> I have looked at a plant. I have looked at a plant. Because we were we were reading about the vine and the branches, yes, right? Exactly Jesus is Because Jesus is the vine and we are the branches. <laughs> so anyways, I have a question for you. All right, I'm ready. Okay. So we're, so we're so we we we're speaking about the wedding of Cana. Mm-hmm that's not in the scripture but that was the first public mm-hmm. miracle and the reason we, why we're bringing it up is several fold because mm-hmm. we were talking about how Mary um, said do whatever he tells you yep. and and uh, back in the past you would remember me doing a teaching on that at a pr- yep. prayer group years ago mm-hmm. and doing several um, several sessions on do whatever he tells you yep. so at any rate this is this is early now in G- Jesus' public ministry and uh, first, he's baptized in the Jordan uh, by by John, and that's happening in the scripture. And and then when he comes out of the water, um, uh, the the heavens open up. Whatever that whatever that means. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I can only imagine what that means. Mm. I don't know exactly what that means. It sounds pretty amazing. The heavens open up. Uh, what's what's written here let me see the heavens oh no he says he saw the heavens torn apart and the spirit descending like a dove on him and a um and then there's a voice from heaven well let's back up a second uh going back to the wedding at cana the first public miracle was 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 that um his mother is concerned Mm -hmm. that there's no more wine at this wedding now, those who have put on a wedding—I mean, we still see weddings today. People spend thousands and thousands of dollars, sometimes hundreds of thousands of dollars, sure. to make sure that it's a very, like, the most special. It's generally the most special event of anyone's life, really. Yep. I mean, probably, you know, and, and we celebrate it that way yep. still in our culture. Which, um, you know, and imagine if you didn't—you ran out of food, or you ran out of drink, or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, this is not. This is not being a good host this is not char- you know this is not uh um you know it's just not being a good host well at any rate so his mother's concerned about it jesus says to, to her a woman um you know basically what is it to me i'm i'm kind of paraphrasing but but um you have it here yeah i do okay let's go yeah. back to john two then yeah yeah uh and Jesus said to her, "A woman, what have you to do with me? My hour has not yet come." And his his mother said to the servants, "Do whatever he tells you." And of course, that's exactly what happens. They do whatever he tells he tells uh, he tells them, yeah. and then all of the water jars are are, are turns into wine, and they don't run out of out of um, wine, and it's a miracle. And um, and so I, I like asking the question why why did they why did they run out of wine at this at this wedding Hmm. so why jackson (laughs) jackson (laughs) why did they run out of wine at this wedding because it was all consumed yes because they drank it yeah i mean that's my guess yeah does that make sense yeah yeah so they drank the wine maybe they didn't order enough or maybe the vat broke or something Mm -hmm. that's possible right anything's possible but at any rate, going back to the the roulette, you know, mm-hmm. we, we came uh, to the the beginning of Jesus' public ministry, and a couple things happen. First of all, we have uh, Jesus being baptized by John, John the Baptist, and he. Uh, we have the we have the Trinity here. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm just realizing. Yeah, we have Jesus. We have the Father speaking, and then we have the Holy Spirit. Yep. So we have Jesus being obedient. And um, Mm. being baptized by John, he comes up out of the water. The heavens are torn apart, Mm. according to the scripture. The spirit descends on him like a dove, and a voice from heaven uh, came from heaven. You are my son, the beloved with you. I am well pleased. Right? Yeah. That's pretty awesome. It is. Now, we got a problem here. This, is, this, this program is called What Did Jesus Say, right? Mm. But this is what the Father said. And it's not a big problem. But I mean, it's, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, for the program, I guess I didn't expect this at all. <laughs> this is not what Jesus said. It's what, what, what the Father said, right? Mm. You, you are my son, the beloved. With you I am well pleased. It's pretty awesome. It and is. the Spirit, verse 12, uh, immediately drove him out into the wilderness. So Jesus follows the Holy Spirit. Obedience to the Father unto mm. death, he follows the Holy Spirit, the the prompting of the of the Holy Spirit. And Jesus is uh, is the Messiah. He's the, he's the He's the Christ, and he he was one of the things that were for was foretold about the Messiah is that he would teach the people. Mm. He would be a great teacher. That's one of the he's not only savior but a teacher. I mean, that's part of the saving process, knowing what to do. Yeah, you know, um, and so he he demonstrates that you know we should be listening i believe this demonstration uh the way i apply it the way i perceive it is is you know jesus is he's being obedient to the father the father is pleased with jesus the holy spirit comes uh to jesus and and drives him into the wilderness immediately the word is immediately Mm -hmm. right and he And he goes to the wilderness for 40 days. And then he's tempted by Satan. I mean, think about that for a second. This is really powerful. It is. So you got the whole Trinity, and then the Holy Spirit sends him out into the wilderness to be tempted by Satan. Um and for forty days, and he was with wild beasts, and the angels waited on him. And there are other scriptures that cite this. You know, yep. he, I believe he fasted for those forty days and forty nights, right? Yep. And there's a really awesome scripture um, about about the devil tempting Jesus, and and the devil uses the word of God to to tempt Jesus, and to try to throw him off, and Jesus uses the word of God to defend himself uh or to re- retort i guess mm-hmm. is maybe is a better way to put it sure and and put satan in in his place and then it says that uh that angels waited on him so th- you know this is a very supernatural religion that we're involved in here
2: mm, it is
1: i mean just in that two paragraphs is just amazing how much is happening here we've got we've got john the baptizer right now john the baptizer wasn't uh, an unusual man to say the least mm-hmm. he ate what did he eat? honey and locusts locusts which are locusts are what this is not a trick question yeah. I'm trying, I'm trying yeah, to I remember know. I think they're they're <laughs> not crickets are they I'm not sure I'm not look sure. up locusts please Michael I think they're um, are they called crickets wait a minute no. crickets I think they're crickets I yeah Oh, excuse me, grasshoppers. And I knew that. All right, well, whatever. Okay, so grasshopper. (laughs) Crickets, grasshoppers. My goodness. No, they're definitely not crickets. I'm sorry. They're grasshoppers. I was in Africa on a mission, and they had, uh, I drove several times by these places with mirrors and lights and stuff, and they Hmm. would attract grasshoppers, and they they would collect them because the people eat them. Yeah, I guess it's common to eat in certain places, but... And uh, my my host said, "You want to go have some some locusts?" And I said, "No, thank you. I wasn't interested at all." But yeah. John the Baptizer—that's what he ate. He ate locusts, so he ate those bugs and um, and honey, wild honey. Yep. And he was uh, lived in the wilderness. I think he lived in the wilderness, yep. right? He lived and he preached, and he preached. Uh, you know, he was uh, uh, just a, a mighty preacher of a man. He was. And uh, and so Jesus is called to go to this man, who is preparing the way of the Lord, and he is the Lord. So he goes to him. He's baptized, and then all of these things happen. the, the heavens, the heavens are opened up, and they they are torn apart, according to this um, translation. And the Spirit descends on him. I mean, this is unbelievable. Think about these things. And a voice comes from heaven. And then um, the spirit immediately drives him into the wilderness, and then he he's there for forty days. He fasts and prays, and he's tempted by Satan for forty days and forty nights. And the he's with wild beasts, and and the angels waited on him. I mean, that, that that's that's some. That, I mean, are are people paying attention to what the Bible says? I mean, is that is that like incredibly supernatural? This is not a normal story. Right, like I know people, Jackson, that say uh, they they don't believe in evil spirits or they don't believe in Satan. I mean, people that go to church. Yeah, I've heard people say that. Yep. Have you ever heard a person say that? Yeah. And yeah. I say I say to them, wait a minute, wait a minute. You don't believe in Satan? I say no, I don't believe in negative stuff. I say, well, what do you mean by that? You don't. What do you mean you don't believe in negative stuff? Well, I don't like to believe in negative things. I Say, well live on the earth don't you we, 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 you know there's plenty of negative things all around Definitely. us you don't have to be a Christian to know that yeah you know you don't have to be a Christian to know about Satan
2: no.
1: you know but I would think that you, you you'd need to know about Satan to be a Christian I mean, yeah. I mean right I mean yeah I I asked I It's not a trick question No No No, but the thing is uh, Jackson is that Jesus is Jesus goes out in the wilderness To be tempted for 40 days And 40 nights Because the Holy Spirit Sends him there To be tempted by Satan And then people say I don't believe in Satan It's like well How can you be a Christian And not believe in Satan It's like well You know what I've asked people That say they don't believe in Satan Mm. I'm not speaking about general people I mean church people I mean people that are Christian Profess themselves People that go to church Christian Christian people. They say, no, I don't believe in Satan. I say, well, do you believe Jesus is your savior? And they say, yes, I do. And I say, well, what do you think he's saving you from? What is he saving you from? And they stop. I'm like, he's saving you from hell. He's saving you from Satan. And that's like, that's what Jesus is That's why he died on the cross. Mm. That's the whole point. So if you don't believe in Satan, how can you even believe in who he is? Right.
0: Yep.
1: Anyways, I don't understand that. Any any thoughts? I'm I'm looking at your face. I I apologize for. I mean, this is a serious matter, but it is. I'm looking at if you, if you had the, <laughs> I'm looking at Jackson's face, and, and I'm looking at him <laughs> contemplating. It's making me laugh, and it's not. It's, I'm, it's, I'm not laughing at this subject. I'm laughing because I'm, I'm having an interaction with my good friend here <laughs> about this subject.
2: This is awesome. I think. I think, uh, man, it, it's like you pointed out right from the beginning, though, Jeff. What's it, these these verses in particular of all the things we could have landed on? Right, are so, are so deep super so deep they are that talk about five five verses um that are really so crucial to the to the faith too which i think is part of your point right jeff it's like so i, I think you going over the baptism and talking about the trinity too was um mm. was mm. is really interesting right so it's it, we i don't think i
1: ever i ever noticed that the trinity that is a trinitarian scripture yeah, I yeah, I understand. I had never known that. that, but you know, I mean that's I believe that's the holy spirit teaching us. Yeah. Because you know, Give the Bible insight. says yeah, yeah. we don't need a teacher. Yep. Don't call no man teacher actually is is what's written. Yep. And um I believe that. I mean, I I don't I have no problem. There are other parts of the Bible that uses the the title teacher mm. particularly if I remember correctly in 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 Paul's Paul's writings, you know. Um, but that's not the point. The point is, is that I think the point that Jesus was saying in another scripture about sure. teachers is that, you know, you know, we don't, we should depend on God and God alone, which is an old, that's an, that's a scripture. Sure. In the Old Testament. Yes. We need to depend not on man, but on God and God alone. Yeah. And uh, we don't, shouldn't depend on a teacher. We should trust the Holy Spirit will teach us yep. and lead us into all truth. And, 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 and like a friend once said to me, I'm, you know. He believes that, and I do believe this too, that we're on a need-to-know basis. We don't need to know yeah. everything. We just need to know what we need to know. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we I just need to know truth. what we need to know. We yeah. don't need to know everything. Yeah. And God will provide, as because he, he's a provider, he will provide what we need to know as we go. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, that's how I see it. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. But going back to the Trinitarian thing, I never, yeah. I never noticed that before. Yeah. And that I believe that that's the Holy Spirit just showing us that yep you know? yeah me too but yeah you're, you're right this is like chock full of heavy stuff it right is. here this these five lines
2: it is and I think you know it's 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 awesome too because you know the way the the way that this particular Bible that we're reading from is is structured mm. the the baptism of Jesus is separated um, from what they're you know what they titled as the temptation of Jesus um in the next couple of verses and I think it's great that you you felt led to go through those two verses too Jeff because um I think I mean j- just that whole idea is you know the journey of Jesus it's like he he went through this baptism he he made a way for us right he paved the way for what what would become our baptism right that we're that we're going to enter into, mm. and then right after, right after this, in, I mean, in, incredible moments like an understatement. Right, right after this moment, it says the Spirit led him into the wilderness. Mm-hmm. The, the the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, led him from that. Right.
1: Yeah, he led led the Holy Spirit led him from the sky. How does the heavens being torn, <laughs> torn apart? apart. The, yeah. the 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 sound, the voice of God, the Father, coming from those heavens, and stating, uh, "You are my Son, hmm. the beloved. With you, I am well pleased." I mean, what what greater confirmation can you get than that? So this is like this pinnacle moment.
2: Yeah, perfect perfect word. Yep.
1: You know, this is like this is like a highlight. Yeah, you know, it's like it's. I mean, it might be the biggest highlight in Jesus' life public life uh, yeah. one of the biggest ever and then and then and then perhaps the transfiguration right when he's on the mountain sure and he transfigures yeah um and moses and elijah come and speak with him yeah yeah uh and he he looks like you know he turns into like i don't know i mean it sounds like he's like he just trans. he's so there's so much glory mm. on jesus that he looks like a man of light yeah and it reminds me of when Moses was on the mountain, people couldn't look at him, remember? Yes, yes. You know, he can't he Moses interacts with, with with the father there. He receives the Ten Commandments and he's the glory on Moses, they the people couldn't I can't recall that, but I think they covered yeah. his face. On so. oh,
2: his face yeah, it was his face yeah. that they had to cover. And you know, interestingly enough, Jeff, they brought that up. What does the the father say right after after Peter's comment? He again echoes what he said at the baptism to them. Where a the cloud came and overshadowed them.
1: That happened at the transfiguration as well. Right. Same same words. I was, yes. I knew it had happened. So yeah, yeah, point. yeah. That was there. Uh, with you, I am well pleased. Yeah. Listen what a, to him. Wouldn't that be a great thing to hear the Father say? Yep. Like, isn't that what we're hoping for as Christians at the end of the line? Right. It's like, well done, faithful servant. Amen. I mean, that's that's like that's like the crown right there. It is.
2: You're right. That's the crown. Yeah, that's the, the goal.
1: That's the goal. Yeah. That's the that's the life goal. I mean, yeah. the life goal is not. I mean, sure. I mean, it's good to go to college, and if that's your calling, or you know, to go to um, uh, the police academy if that's your calling. Those are all good things. That's we should be doing what we're called to do. And we have these chores, so to speak. We have these missions. Even you know, I mean, sure. being a righteous and good police officer is what a blessing to have that. You know, or or someone that goes to college to become a school teacher. What a to have a great teacher. I mean, they can bless the whole community yep. as well. You know, if yep. that's their calling. That's wonderful. But really, I mean, it's not about the <clears throat> the job or how much money we make. As Christians, we don't believe that, right? We believe it's it's really when it comes down to it is we're all gonna we're all gonna die and, and, and we're mm-hmm. gonna face God and we're hoping to hear Well done, good and faithful servant. Yes. And that's really, that's it. That's the crown of life right there, of eternal life. And, you know, pleasing the Father and doing whatever he tells you, right? Right. Which is, if we can do that day by day, we're step by step, heartbeat by heartbeat. It puts us in in a good place. Yeah. Yeah. And Jesus does it. Mm. See, Jesus does everything. Yep. Jesus shows us. See, it's not just what that. I think there's a good point, Jackson. It's not just what Jesus says; it's what Jesus does. Yes, we can learn from what he does. So Jesus goes immediately into the wilderness, just like he goes to Jerusalem. Remember, Peter's like he doesn't. Peter knows. No, don't go to Jerusalem. They're gonna. They're gonna want to kill you. Yep. And Jesus says to 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 Peter, "Get thee behind me, Satan." You know, he said because he's like you know. Because Jesus knew his calling was to go to Jerusalem. Yep. And he knew what was going to happen there. Yep. He knew exactly what was going to happen there. He knew better than what Peter knew. And um, Peter was thinking in the flesh, Jesus was thinking in the spirit, and Jesus wanted to fulfill Jesus did whatever the Lord said. Yep. Jesus, you know, Mary says, Mary said, do whatever he tells you, meaning yep. Jesus. Jesus did whatever the Father told him. It's kind of interesting, too. It I not I mean, yeah. that's my observations. Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: Any other thoughts on that scripture?
2: Oh, it was incredible.
1: The Bible is awesome, man. It you is. You know, with the Holy Spirit, it's just it's just amazing. Um, you're listening to Praise You Lord, episode number 125. What did Jesus say? What did Jesus do? I think I'm going to name it that. I love it. How do you feel about that? I love it. That's Confirmation. Perfect. Confirmation. Michael says yes. <laughs> it's done. What did Jesus say? What did Jesus do? And uh, do and that's a, that's so we're gonna we're gonna make that the name of this broadcast. Yep. We don't have to put a number one or two after it. No. either, do we? No. We just it could be its own title. That's it. It's so cool. <laughs> so cool. What did Jesus say? What did Jesus do? Yep. And uh, and so you're listening to the underground independent Catholic Christian radio broadcast, but brought to you once a week by the grace of God and by your prayer so thank you for your prayer we do not ask for donations but we do ask for your prayer and that's what that's the fuel that this broadcast is run on and this podcast as well thank you thank you thank you for your prayer if you're listening for the first time welcome 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 we are so grateful to have you listen and welcome to the praise you lord community and where we uh where we where we talk about god and we we um contemplate and and think about and discuss uh scripture and things that are happening in our world as well as the underground independent music that has been submitted to us which is so darn beautiful so beautiful we have something uh, lined up here that i'm so excited about just a week ago was uh, um, all saints day and all souls day so i think this is a good one to play i really miss this i almost called the the bishop uh bishop taylor earlier today but i didn't get around to it i picked up the phone to do it but didn't get it done but um god willing i'll be in touch with him soon this this is bishop larry taylor from fort lauderdale florida and this is the fabulous excuse me not the fabulous the untouchable i sometimes i want to say fabulous but and they are fabulous they are. actually That's, that might be <laughs> That's why probably what it is. but 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 they call themselves the untouchable taylor brothers and jackson yeah. why do they why do you think they call themselves <laughs> <laughs> untouchable oh no <laughs>
2: <Is> they're untouchable <laughs> i think it's because
1: they believe that they're covered in the blood of jesus Amen. and they're untouchable yeah yeah, they're, they're, they're untouchable i think that's what knowing him that yeah. would be my guess Sounds you know right. we got to have him and his wife arisi so lovely in on the program with god's help and mm-hmm. uh so bishop taylor if you're listening Reach out to us at P-Y-L podcast. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Contact at P-Y-L podcast.com. You got contact it. Contact at P-Y-L podcast.com. <laughs> Bishop and Arissi Taylor, contact us at P, uh, contact P-Y-L podcast.com. And if you have any, any music or know folks that have music that would like to share it with the Praise You Lord community, you can uh, also contact us with that email as well. Here it is, uh, the Bishop Taylor and his brothers. Three organ kind of ripping right at the end there. That's
2: awesome. I was just thinking it, that you know when you have a Hammond B
1: three, we should hook up the Hammond B three. Yeah, we should in the studio here, and I should rip a few riffs every I once agree. in a while. We every time we read a scripture that says something like the heavens opened up, I'll be like, yeah. doo, 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 doo. <laughs> get that Leslie speaker. It's yeah turning. That was the Bishop Larry Taylor, a good friend of ours of, our, of the program. Awesome and, uh, lovely, lovely man. Loves the Lord. Um he uh he he's he really he's the real deal. Yeah, he is Bishop Larry and his wife Arissa just, just so wonderful. Um okay I just closed the Bible and that is very symbolic because it's ready to be open again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, I closed the Bible, I'm handing it over to Michael the DJ and training extraordinaire. <laughs> our, are wonderful, our wonderful. Um, you know what? I I don't want you That's to graduate. Brutal. I don't want. <laughs> Yeah, and yeah. I don't want you to graduate, uh, Michael, from um, being the intern. I want you to be intern for the rest of your life. It's kind of like no, not be, not, not because I don't want you. To, I don't want to stunt your growth or anything. It's just that you're such a great intern. I don't want, <laughs> it's true. It's kind of like having a kid, right? Or like yeah. a, a you know like a godchild, and they're three years old. They're so darn cute, and you're like, don't grow up. Yeah, you know, just, just just stay. You know, just stay right there. You're so cute. I like you so much. You know, I'm not. Four is cool, but three is better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Um, anyways, no, but uh, all kidding true. aside, we do have a wonderful um, intern, Michael. So true. And I I give you all the credit. Such a in, blessing. In the world. I would, we have the best intern in... Definitely in Boca Raton, Florida, and Definitely. probably in the in the palm beaches and potentially in all of Florida. <laughs> That's, that potentially, I mean. <laughs> Florida's uh, pretty big uh, uh, <laughs> Well wait a minute. I mean there's a lot of interns in this. This is a huge state, man. That's true. <laughs> we can't we can't overdo the praise for our Yeah. <laughs> we already spent three minutes talking about the intern in a, in a one-hour broadcast. How much more true. can we do here? That's true. All right, Michael. So your job again, among several things today, is to Bible roulette, and you're going to open up the Bible to uh, one of the four Gospels. So we're ready for you with the Holy Spirit, trusting that the Holy Spirit's going to open something up here for us. Let's see what we got here. Oh, we're in Luke. Whoops. Okay. Um, let's see here. Okay. So now the next step is there's two pages open, you know, because there's a page on the left and a page on the right. And it's like what I'm doing is I'm really I'm praying in the spirit to try to ask the Lord to guide me um, on which part of which page to be on and which, you know, and I'm reading this one. So I don't know exactly what. Let's see here. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so let's read, uh, um, so again, sorry, we're in Luke 12, and we're going to be reading verse 13 through 21. Jackson, would you do it? Mm -hmm. Okay, so this is our second reading today.
2: Again, this is Luke 12, verses 13 through 21. Someone in the crowd said to him, Teacher, tell my brother to divide the family inheritance with me. But he said to him, Friend, who set me to be judge or arbitrator over you? And he said to them, Take care. Be on your guard against all kinds of greed. For one's life does not consist in the abundance of possessions. Then he told them a parable. The land of a rich man produced abundantly and he thought to himself, what should I do for? I have no place to store my crops. Then he said, I will do this. I will put down my barns and build larger ones. And there I will store my grain and all of my goods. And I will say to my soul, soul, you have ample goods laid up for many years, relax, eat, drink be merry but God said to him you fool this very night your life is being demanded of you and the things that you have prepared whose will they be so it is with those who store up treasures for themselves but are not rich towards
1: God it's a very uh, powerful uh, parable and scripture there and um Yeah, that's uh, you know what, Jackson. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you. I feel led to just let you talk about it. any thoughts on that. Yeah,
2: um, this was actually a reading pretty recently. Um, I don't remember if oh, it was a, at mass. You mean? Yeah, it was. Oh. I don't remember if it was a Sunday, if it was on a Sunday, or it was a week. It was one of the weekday masses. Yeah, I remember too, Mike, because I remember being really blessed by this. Um. Yeah, I, I think. You know, one of the things that the Lord was really ministering to me there is um, a reminder to keep our eyes focused on heaven. You know, because I think I think there is a temptation. I know for myself, um, I experience it a lot with family life. Um, you know, we want to take we want to take care of our families. We want to do um, you put our best efforts into taking care of the people that we, you know, we love and the people that are dependent on us in particular. Um, but, but all that being said, um, we need to have heaven. We need to have heaven be the focus. You know, we need to have heaven be the focus. Um, when we just spend our time here, kind of, um, hoarding up good things, even, you know, even things that are necessities um, mm-hmm. that we, we try to collect and just collect in abundance and, and try to spend all of our efforts making ourselves comfortable here. You know, mm-hmm. when we, when we just try to try to be comfortable in this life and do whatever we need to do on a daily basis, just so we're comfortable here,
0: mm-hmm.
2: we, we can miss the true end and the true crown like we talked about in the first scripture right jeff what what is like the, really the crown of life um mm-hmm. well done my faithful
1: servant without a doubt yeah yep. yeah and yeah, that's interesting yeah interesting um thoughts there i've had i mean really that was something
2: i remember when i heard this in mass it it's was a really that good I reminder ask, for me it's funny yeah. that
1: i would ask you to do that because i don't think i've i've ever done that and any of the Bible roulette yeah, activities I, we've had, I've, I've usually taken kind of the point person place, but yeah. I just felt like inspired to, ha- I, mean, I thought the Holy Spirit was prompting me to ask you to kind of take, to start the uh, conversation with from that that scripture. Yeah. And um, it's and so interesting that you would have gone to daily mass and been so inspired yes. by that very scripture. Yeah, yeah. Um, I wasn't at that daily mass. Definitely, I don't. I don't recall. If I was, I you know zoned out. I guess I don't no, know. No, Which does happen. Yeah, I, I don't think I was at that daily mass. Though, I I you know. really confirm it though, Jeff, because um, you know it's also it's just it was it was
2: interesting for me because I feel like in the season that I've been in recently, mm. um, mm-hmm. you know, as, as you know, as my friend um, sure. with my, uh, with a career change, and oh. um, mm-hmm. you know, we're we're um, Looking for well, we're fixing up a house to sell and kind of um, figure out where we're gonna go you know set our roots um, and all these logistical things you know with the the career and, and finding out where we're
1: gonna live and all that yeah and you're wed you we're got, new you yep yep three children you're building yep. a family and, yep and um, two two uh, twins yeah right? newborn very, twins yeah Yep.
2: It, it, we're kind of in this like really transitioned place right now and um, So, I, I, you know, it's, it's, I so confirm this, Jeff, because I remember that day in particular. It's like this is, um, the Lord is really speaking to my heart about this scripture in particular. Mm. And, um, and I think, you know, this logistical stuff has kept me busy, but, um, Mm -hmm. it's definitely easy to get distracted by, like, well, what, you know, what, what are your preferences? Right? What are your preferences as far as living somewhere? What Mm -hmm. are you, Mm -hmm. um, you know with all the starting up the 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 new group real estate group with my dad it was it's Mm -hmm. it's like we've been so stuck in all the logistical stuff and getting our court the corporation set up and getting you know whatever and Mm -hmm. um from everything is you know silly and certain you know as as a logo or right all this stuff that oh yeah it's you know it's it's all all stuff that needs to happen but it's all it also can be really distracting spiritually and kind of um I've noticed I've needed to really keep my guard up and really try to mm. to let the Lord walk me through this. Um, right. And I think uh, and I remember the scripture being just you know one of uh, one of many times that um, the Lord really spoke to me and mm-hmm. especially with where I'm at right now, you know mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and um, reminded me that uh, do every you know do everything you got to do to take care of your family. Do everything you got to do. Sure. But but the the end goal is not is not to just provide for here right to just be comfortable here and to be safe right and to keep our to keep our kids safe here to keep our right. family safe it's not that's part of it but but we need to be heaven focused you know mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. that's the goal and and do the same as parents mm-hmm. right we mm-hmm. need a our our primary goal Mm. Um, as much as, as giving, giving our children the, the, a safe life, um, and, uh, a a Mm. healthy lifestyle and guidance, all that's so important here, but, 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 um, we really need to be bringing them to Jesus. Mm. that's that's the primary goal we need to be bringing them point pointing them only jesus can bring them right you're talking point, about pointing are talking them about, towards uh, heaven. you're
1: speaking about your your family yeah your, your kid your, your children yep
2: yep yep um and really be helping help, mm. uh, helping our children and our, our spouse wherever wherever our, you know we're at in life and whatever our vocation is really yeah um bringing them to jesus so that he can take them home
1: amen and he's the provider anyways he is i mean uh we have to do our part yep but we can't we can plant the seed but we we can water it we can make sure there's plenty of sun we can put it in great soil but we cannot make it grow we certainly can't make it get fruit
2: i confirm that yep
1: yeah i mean it's just it's just it's a fact i mean mm-hmm. it's just i i know like my mom was a it's kindergarten important. teacher right yeah and um and i remember in first grade second grade whatever and i think my mom did this too you know it was like pretty common at least in math, at least where i was from mm-hmm. where i think probably pretty common in a lot of places where they would give you these bean seeds you know mm-hmm. and you get like a, a styrofoam cup or a dixie cup with soil yep. you'd stick like three seeds in the uh in the soil and yep. then put it by the windowsill in the, in the classroom and yep. you'd wait to see what happens and uh I remember, you know, a little later in life, my mom was was checking it out and, you know, not all the seeds would grow, of course, but sometimes a cup would, none of them would grow. Mm. There'd be three seeds in there, but not one of them would sprout. Yeah. And so that the children wouldn't get hurt, you know, because they, they might take it personal. Yeah. That their cup didn't grow, you know, like Mary's cup grew three sprouts, <laughs> Billy's cup grew two sprouts, Bobby's cup grew one sprout and zilda's uh cup didn't grow any sprouts and the kids are making fun of Z- you know what i mean it's yeah. like oh man that's not growing i think sometimes we take it personally when we see a plant die even you know and it's kind of sad of course yeah. and it stinks to grow you know grow a plant and then the thing wilt over and and die but i mean this is life i mean yeah. it's things Sometimes that's just not, it's beyond our control. We can't control the seeds growing. We can't control the plant from dying. We can tend to it, but we can't control it. Yep. You know, it's the same thing in our own lives. We can we can eat organic food if we think that that's, you know, going to be healthier. And I think it probably is in most cases if sure. it's really organic. Yep. Because that's the way God made it. I mean, organic's not any mystery. It's just God, the food God gave us in the sure. first place. Yep. You know, instead of all that chemical stuff. Yep. We can exercise, which we know is good for us, we can say our prayers, we can get a good night's sleep, but that doesn't mean we're gonna be alive the next day.
2: Nope.
1: That me that doesn't mean that at all. Yeah. We can live a healthier life when, you know, but God is ultimately the one who who is um you know, I mean we just we're not in control, he is. Yeah. Uh and uh, we can cooperate with him. Yeah. And make, you know, kind of, I, mean, I I do believe that, I mean, it's clear that the Bible says that we are the temple of the Holy Spirit. You know, we're, we're supposed to take care of our bodies. God, God gave it as a matter of fact, I, God gave us these bodies. I see people clean their cars, take care of their cars better than their own bodies. Yeah. It's pretty common. I mean, they wanted their car to be good, their suit to be good, but it's like, yeah, but what about your heart? What about your lungs? You're smoking or you're, you know, you're beating all that too much fried chicken all the time i mean i like fried chicken but I mean, every <laughs> night come on <laughs> you gotta be you gotta your arteries are gonna be in trouble right it's not rocket science yeah we know these things yeah so um or yeah, uh a, you know fast food and shift. all this sure. processed food and stuff like that but um yeah and uh but going back to the to this scripture you know what was Interesting to me is is uh, first of all, as a person that's bold enough to to go up to Jesus, he wants him to be his judge for him. He wants to, He's asking Jesus to tell his brother to give him money. Yeah, <laughs> that's actually what's going on here. Yep. Think about that for a second. I, I, how many people out in the listening audience are doing that right now? Jesus, tell tell my sister to give me part of the inheritance because it's really mine, right? I mean. Now, there is something like justice. We we can't cry for justice. Yeah, yeah. No one wants to get the short end of the stick, so to speak. Yeah. That's not right and not fair. Um, but this is Jesus in the flesh, and someone in the crowd said to him, teacher, quote, teacher, tell my brother to divide the family inheritance with me, end quote. So evidently, this brother got the whole thing, and the other brother didn't get anything. I, I'm, I'm, I'm sure that the brother that didn't get anything must have felt terrible about it. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was the position he was in. So he he call he he's in a crowd and he and he addresses Jesus and, and uh then then the scripture reads, But he said to him, quote meaning Jesus said to him, Friend, who set me to be a judge or arbitrator over you? And he said to them, now to the group, to the to the um you know the group that was there the crowd was was not just a small group it was a crowd now he starts speaking to the crowd be on guard against all kinds of greed for one's life does not consist of the abundance of possessions then he told them the parable so so he's teaching them you know he's teaching them from this uh this comment by this person that and i'm sure jesus jesus read into it much more than we can Mm -hmm. of where this person was coming from but um and then the, and then the parable has a person that like is unbelievably rich. I mean this this guy is yeah. like you know I'm sure that you know this guy doesn't just have food on the table. I mean he's got yeah. he's got barns full of food already. Yeah. <laughs> like barn No, I mean but you today need to we have to tear down
2: to build bigger ones.
1: Yeah, well, today we have uh, fiat currency and we have yeah. gold there is still gold and silver and stocks and things of land I guess you could you have that but back then and even still like when i was in africa people when they tell stories they don't talk about money they talk about you know if they're talking about a rich person they're talking about a person that owns a lot of cattle you know yeah and that happens in the scripture you see that sometimes but um but in this case this guy's like really really wealthy yeah he's got so much food that he can store up grain and um He's got a. He's got to tear down his barns and build build larger ones yeah. just to contain the food he's got. Yeah. So he's already got barns full of food, but he's got so much food he's got to tear the barns down to build bigger barns to put the food in, and then he ends up dying the next day. Yep. Basically, and 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 uh, God said to him, according to this verse twenty. But God said to him, "You fool! This very night your life is being demanded of you, and the things you have prepared, whose will they be?" Question mark. So it is with those who store up treasures for themselves but are not rich toward God. I think the word themselves is an interesting point. Yeah. That's another thing I have circled. So we yeah. can we start we we get treasures and keep them for ourselves. You know, I, I believe that we're you know, I believe we're supposed to share. I'll tell you one thing I don't I, one thing Jesus never did was he never he never said um he never took people's money and redistributed it. It's, it's not what Jesus ever did. He he told he said to share, but he never took took them took something from someone and, and then said, We're gonna you know, like like yeah. some governments wanna do. That's yeah. not Christian. You know what I mean? But in this case, you know, he's saying that that uh, so it is with those who store up treasures for themselves, yeah. But are not rich toward God. And um, you know, if you remember back in the scripture it says uh Praise you know when when the poor come to somebody it was really Christ mm-hmm. I don't yes. know, that, that's, I'm really paraphrasing but just something that pops in my head but that's the that's bumper music you know what that means yeah. <laughs> that's the end of our program well Jackson thanks man
2: yeah so good to be here Jeff thank yeah you.
1: Michael thank you thanks for listening in to Praise You Lord number 125 what did Jesus say and what did Jesus do God bless you and your families and most of all praise you Lord